It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the hotline. Interesting evening last night at the Indianapolis City County Council meeting and here to talk about a fee, not a tax, but a fee for cleaning downtown Indianapolis. One of the few Republicans on the council, the minority whip, Paul Ane. Paul, how are you? I'm doing well, fellas. Thanks for having me on this afternoon. So, Paul, take me through what happened last night, because Nigel and I were talking about this yesterday, and it sounds like there's this plan, this proposal that was supposed to be brought forward last night about cleaning up Indianapolis, you know, taking care of the homeless, removing the poop from the streets, (laughs) making it safer, all things that are good, but ultimately... There was going to be a tax involved for those who own property within the mile square. Take me through exactly what this is and what happened last night. Yeah, sure. So last night, this uh, proposal was introduced to the council. It will be heard next week and ultimately voted on uh, in, in the December meeting of the council. But the General Assembly at the State House gave the city uh, the opportunity to ta- take a look and evaluate this as a potential tool in its toolbox to enact this, uh, what might be called a fee. And I would just tell your listeners that it may not rhyme with tax, but it's still has the the, the same three (laughs) letters, you know, it's T-A-X or F-E-E, and it is a tax. It absolutely is a tax uh, that would be instituted on those owners uh, downtown. And so um, we will see as we go through the committee process next week and as these conversations continue to happen, uh, but I, I find it very distasteful that this conversation began two days after a municipal election and was disappointed that this was not debated and discussed uh, throughout the municipal election cycle as well as uh, throughout this this, uh, last year, particularly in the budgeting process. Now, Paul, I want to get into, you know, some of the questions we have about this here in just a moment and whether or not those questions were raised last night. But just so everybody's on the same page here, who would be taxed here, and how much are we talking about? Well, it, it, it scales up as, as the values, assessed values, scale up. So I think the minimum is a $200 annual fee uh, for a property owner, and it scales up to something like $50,000, I think I read, uh, for those who own tremendous uh, valued assessed properties. Uh, and, and so the idea is the owner would be the one that would incur the annual fee. Uh, my argument is that, as with anything in life, uh, though that annual fee would be passed on uh, not to the owner but to those uh, tenants who live in apartments and things downtown. So ultimately, I think that not only would uh, those who own the property have to pay the fee, but I think that would obviously get passed on to those probably, in many cases, who could not afford that extra fee. And we're talking about a specific area downtown, correct? So if somebody's listening and they live on the southwest side, if they live in Irvington or if they live, you know, in Speedway, this isn't affecting them. No, that's correct. It's just strictly in the mile square downtown. I think they call it the economic uh, downtown economic enhancement district. It's always fun when they throw. I always say the more words in something, the more you got to watch it a little bit closer, if you know what I mean. Um, So it would not impact 
the, the variety, the majority of folks in Indianapolis and Marion County, really just those in, in the downtown center, the heart of downtown, uh, but still something I think that all of those across Marion County, whether you live on the south side of Prairie Township or up on the north side in Lawrence or Washington or Pike Township, something that we all should be taking a look at as it is our capital city. So if these services aren't approved, what goes away exactly? What services go away when we were talking about safety and cleanliness and then homeless outreach? Well, you know, a lot of the initiatives that we see downtown today are as a result of the American Rescue Plan and those dollars that the city received from from the COVID yes. pandemic. And so the, the idea is uh, that, that a lot of the money through the American Rescue Plan is beginning to dry up. The period for us to be able to use those dollars is beginning to, to sunset. And so those dollars are going to expire. And so they need something to be able to supplement those dollars with. And this new tool that the state house had given the city uh, would be able to, 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 to make up for that shortfall and provide for those dollars. Um, so homelessness, extra overtime for police officers, uh, the cleanliness operations. My argument is we just passed a 1.5, nearly $1.6 billion budget in November, pardon me, in September. And we need to be able to budget for these initiatives, be able to work with groups like Downtown Indy Inc. and come up with those dollars on our own, not pass a user yeah. fee to those who are really contributing to the revival, hopefully, of our downtown in a meaningful way. And the thing is, Counselor, like, Nige and I agree. We want a cleaner, safer downtown Indianapolis. But I thought our tax dollars were already going toward making that happen. And it's just a tough sell for people to say, if we don't tax you uh, a little bit more, then sorry about you. It's going to continue to be vagrants and, you know, violence. You know, fellas, downtown Indianapolis for many, many decades was known as one of the safest, cleanest, most beautiful downtowns in the nation. And I'm very proud of the downtown area and what all we've been able to accomplish over the last 40 or 50 years. Uh, but we did not gain national attention for a clean and safe downtown because of a user fee. We did it because we had the strategic plan in place. We had those in the philanthropic community, the business community, the civic community that got together, put a plan in action and, and went to work. And I think that's exactly what we can do. We were able to do great things in our downtown area, reach great heights downtown. I think we can, t can continue to do so. I don't think we need to do it because we don't have a tax to put on those who live downtown and own downtown. I think we do it because we have a lack of leadership and a lack of vision. And so we're, we're, we're not addressing the the, the 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 disease, if you will, we're just addressing the symptom, and I don't think that's going to work well. Chatting with Councilor Paul Ane from the Indianapolis City County Council. He represents District 23. He's the minority whip. Now, take me through what some of the issues were brought up last night, because when Nigel and I were on the radio yesterday, we kind of made it clear that in any other business, if you have a wish list for something you want to have happen and the money isn't there, you have to make cuts elsewhere. The question we brought forth yesterday on the air, Paul, was, okay, if you want to do this, this extra clean safety initiative, just make cuts somewhere else. I know how the government works. There's a lot of crap you could probably cut. Did that get brought up last night at all? 
No, no, it did. And I'll just walk you through the process. Uh, so this was just introduced last night. So uh, it was read into the record as something that would be brought up. It would be passed on to the Metropolitan Development Committee uh, for a hearing next week. That is really where the questions and the comments uh, will, will be raised. Okay. And ultimately, yeah. <clears throat> from that committee hearing, it will then be passed on to the full council. So didn't have a lot of conversation last night. That's not unusual. That's really part of the process of the council uh, is waiting for it to go to the committee to have those uh, discussions and conversations, as you two noted yesterday. But when it goes to the committee then, because, again, respecting the process, here when it goes to the committee will those types of issues be brought forth well i think they should i mean this is something that that uh, happened two days after an election and uh, you know i think the fact is i think it's just very distasteful i think we have at least seven new members of the city council coming on in january and i think that this should be debated with the new councilors and those who are going to be leading our city for the next four years so yes they will be raised they will be debated they will be asked and ultimately we'll just have to see uh, how the vote comes out that evening are they are the services working now in terms of you know because you said you mentioned the, the services the cleaning safety homeless outreach uh, and they're being paid for by the COVID dollars that are running out and uh, what I mean do you feel like it's been working the past few years do you feel like um, things will get worse if this this tax does not get enacted. You know, I, I think that what we have seen with the American Rescue Plan dollars, with some of the cleanliness initiatives, we've seen spark on the circle, which I know you guys are pretty close to in proximity. I do think that those have been positive. I don't think that they have made anything, made things worse. Uh, but, you know, I do think that if there's not a strategic plan put back in place for the downtown Mile Square and there isn't some type of funding enacted, yes, I do think things could get, could get worse uh, in that geographic area down town. But like I just said, the city council passed a nearly $1.6 billion budget back in October, and we should have been budgeting through this, looking at the dollars that are being spent uh, in city-county government today, and asking ourselves, where can the dollars be taken from to put into these type of initiatives for downtown? Councilor, last thing here before we let you go. What's your response to somebody that's listening to our conversation right now? Maybe they follow the news closely, maybe they don't, uh, but they see what's happening in Indianapolis, and they're wondering, wait a minute, the city has money for Spark on the Circle, the city has money for a hotel, apparently we're getting in the hotel business here, but you're telling me that they have to raise my taxes for safety and cleanliness? What's your response to those people who have those questions? Well, my response is I hear you loud and clear. Uh, you know, we just came off an election cycle and had the opportunity to hear from many of my constituents and constituents across this city and county. And I think that the city of Indianapolis has to do for itself what it can do for itself. And I believe that the issues that we see downtown, whether it be in this new uh, t taxing district, if you will, or whether it be a little bit further out in the downtown area, we built downtown in a way that, that other cities across this country really envied Indianapolis for, for the Cinderella city of the Corn Belt to be able to, to make national prominence and be Indiana showplace. We were able to do it. And I, I think that the, my message to folks is we hear you loud and clear. We can do it again. We just have to get the right people in the right settings to be able to make this city thrive once again. But I hear you loud and clear, and I will not be supporting this tax downtown. 
Indianapolis City County Council Member Paul Ane, District 23. He is the Minority Whip. Counselor, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here. Thank you guys for bringing light to a very important issue. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.